Welcome to the Israel United in Christ podcast with the real Jew. The 12 tribes of Israel. They get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. From the words of the Most High, straight from the Bible. Join us each week as the prophets break down deep basics, Bible mysteries, expose dangerous deceptions, and show you how to come back to your heritage and inherit the kingdom of heaven. These are revelations and insight that you will not get anywhere else. So he that has an ear, let hear. Because the prophets are about to speak. Israel United in Christ podcast. Shalom, Israel. Most High in Christ bless. You're now tuning in to the Israel United in Christ podcast. As always, you can go to our website, iuicpodcast.com, and stream our audio. Also, we need y'all to go on iTunes and subscribe to our weekly podcast. Make sure you rate us, leave a comment, and if you don't have iTunes, download it. The podcast is now available on SoundCloud, so make sure you follow us, like us, comment, share our content, help us grow, support us. And last but not least, make sure y'all go and like the Facebook page to stay updated with the IUIC podcast. So now we're going to turn this over to leadership as they continue in a new series, The Five Types of Women. Sisters, how are y'all doing this Sabbath day? Y'all all looking very lovely and I appreciate you very much and sincerely. Brothers, how are y'all doing? Are y'all loud and raggedy? You know, it's all right. You men going to be all right. You going to be all right. I don't know, brothers, we like to be raggedy. We ain't got ourselves all together. I uh, got a lot of emails this week and counseled this week with a lot of brothers and sisters. Sisters emails. And see, brothers don't write. Brothers don't do a lot of writing, but they do talk. All right? Brothers talk and the sisters write. And sisters, I always tell you, when you write, don't make it too long. If, if I got to go on my phone and thumb my finger like that twice, I'm not reading all of it. Because it's BS. I'm telling you women that now. You should be able to get to the point within the first paragraph. The first five sentences, actually, you should be able to get to the point. What did the Negro do? Get to the point. Don't be talking too much. That lets me know you hide in something. Obviously, I'm fine, I mean, find me that scripture about in the multitude of words. You know what I want. See, brothers, when brothers call me, they don't do a lot of talking, and I appreciate that. Get to the point, what did she do? She go, he don't get right to the point. You found that, Officer Leon? Yes, sir. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. What does it say? In the multitude of words. In the multitude of words. That means a whole lot of something. Go ahead. There wanteth not sin. The word wanteth means lacketh not sin. means there's sin involved. So, brothers, as y'all raise up in rank and you start to counsel, anytime male or female do a whole lot of talking, I mean, they're trying to hide something and confuse you. It went talk. All I got to say is, A, he or she did this, that, or the other. Boom. Here's the witnesses, blah, blah, blah. But when they go, yeah, blah, 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 and when I was five years old, this happened. Then when I was eight, this happened. Stop. You trying to confuse me 
in your dribble of lies. You got to stop them right there. Because you'll be sitting in the council. By the end of the council, you're like, why are we here? What were we here to talk about? You don't remember. Some of you, how many brothers in here married? Raise your hand. Oh, so you brothers know when you argue with your wife, by the end of the argument, you, you forgot what you was arguing about. Because she talked to you about a whole bunch of garbage from when we first met. You said this, and my mama told you that, and this and that. Now you don't do it no more. Now you're confused. Like, what are we talking about? Read the scripture again. Read it again. In the multitude of words, there once have not sinned. In the multitude of words, mean a whole lot of talking, good. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. Okay, so refrain your lips. Speak few words, men and women. And learn that, women, learn that. Tell you them long emails be drawn out. I, I will, I'm not reading all of this. My eyes hurt. Y'all see I wear glasses now? When I first came in, I didn't wear glasses, but now I wear glasses. My eyes hurt from these dead emails about y'all. So, I'm going to start off today's topic. Listen to today's topic. Five types of women. Five types of women. No, 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 Captain. No, no. Five types of women that can't get married. And if they are married, they won't be married for long. That's a long title. But I couldn't think of nothing else. I thought of the title, Why You Not Married? But then I said, no, nah, I don't want to get that. So we're going to talk about five personality types. And listen, what, what prompted this, after I was listen, reading the emails from sisters and listening to brothers on the phone, you know you're on YouTube and you're searching videos, and I saw something on... Uh, What's that brother that talks about economics all the time? He got a bald head with glasses. Boyce Watkins. On his channel, there's a sister named Atia. And she had a short video talked about five personalities that women have. So I watched, it's a short video, but I watched, she did it kind of funny. I thought it was hilarious. So that inspired, I said, you know what? Everything she said is true, and she falls into them five types. Because she said she's been married twice. Now she's on her third uh, marriage. And you know what's funny about that? Well, I'm listening to some of y'all. Like that comedic dude. I don't mention his name because I don't remember it. But he's been saying he's buying a school for the past five years or four years. And he ain't got a school yet. Now he's a life coach. He gives marriage counsel. And I'm thinking, this is odd because I don't, maybe I'm mis misinformed. Was that the one that was with the, the, the stripper? Okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe there was some baby mama drama. But these are the people giving counsel about marriage to y'all. And some of y'all, not y'all, but y'all, be like, oh, that's deep. He's so heavy. He's wonderful. Oh, wow. No, no, no. He got game. He got game. Now I want to start off with a video that um, Captain Amazing, that's what we call him, Captain Amaziah sent, uh, he posted, posted, he's so amazing, he's just so amazing. <laughs> hey, Cap, with a camera, don't let that go to your head. Women be like, oh, he's Captain Amazing, he's so amazing. Yeah, uh, I want the video that Captain Amaziah, it's called The Root, it's from The Root. 
It's about when marriage. When the men went on strike in 1968, so did their wives. We stood up, we was with our husbands. They were standing up to be men. They're going to stand on what they believe. Whatever was necessary. We were at the meetings, and if they were passing out literature, whatever needed to be done that the women could do, we did it. Stop! She was the wife of See? Right there. Right? See where y'all make some of y'all make y'all mistake? See, this generation right here, that generation is the generation that got down with their men. This millennials or generation of Y, these born between 1985, 1990 on up, they crazy. Yeah, I feel sorry for you young men that got to deal with them. I feel sorry for you because they crazy. They're not like this generation here who tried their best to stick by their man. This new generation, they're like, why, why you got why, why to go to camp? Why, why can't you just stay home and watch the kids? Baby, I got things to do for the Lord. You know I got to raise up the people. You know there was an audio glitch when you played it. Half the women didn't hear any of this. Oh, they didn't hear it? Go back to the hear, beginning. They didn't hear that. Go back to the beginning. We want you women to hear this thing. They walked out, did something. So they they got to Yeah. Go back to the beginning. Now, when y'all watch this, I want y'all to absorb this to today. How can I relate this video to today? Remember what Asada Shakur said. She said, a revolutionary woman can't marry no reactionary man. The men here was revolutionary and the women was revolutionary. Let's rotate. When the men went on strike in 1968, so did their wives. We stood up, we was with our husbands. They were standing up to be men. They're going to stand on what they believe. Whatever was necessary, we were at the meetings and if they were passing out literature, whatever needed to be done that the women could do, we did it. She was the wife of a sanitation worker, a man that they was putting down. Do you know how my mother would feel? Somebody thinking about thinking like that about her husband? When they put your husband down, they're just like putting you down. I felt this pain. They were going stop! To have to do what he I gotta to stop do. it there. Remember, Christ said the two shall be one flesh. You got to understand that, sister. Some of these women, will they'll stand up and put you on blast, not realizing that your shame is whose shame. It's her shame, too. You got to be in a mindset that we are one. We are one. My shame is your shame. My glory is your glory. Understand that thing. Come on. You would come back and we talk about it then. We would go to bed and he'd get up the next day you. I fixed his breakfast, and he gone back down there. The wives. Mm -hmm. I met him around the age of 13. At that time, you know, but I liked the way he looked. <laughs> I had uh, one or two others that wanted to marry me, but he was my grandma's pick. My husband and I married on September 21st, 1957, here in Memphis, Tennessee. He was already working with sanitation, so it was a job. I was him and I was waving, he waving me. Never thought that one day he would be my husband. On weekend, we would go to the movie, or we'd go somewhere and eat, and it just started. It never stopped. So we fell in love, and that was the end of it. The women faced down challenges of their own. Just making ends meet was an underappreciated act of revolution. She was made and she cleaned up 
of white women's houses and took care of their kids. My mother was a maid. She worked for $32 a week. That was no money to bring home. We just really was suffering at the time. You could be a garbage man. You could be somebody to clean up the white woman house. White woman, white man thought that we had to do the dirty jobs. They loved my mother. They said they loved her, but they didn't pay it. They didn't show it, you know. You can love somebody, but if you don't show me, you know, actions be louder than words. She was just a worker for them for a week concern. She worked for that little $32, and you couldn't give them more than that. It made her bitter. There was time where we didn't know where the next meal would come from, but somehow she always found a way. I knew how to go to the store and shop. I didn't go out to spend no lot of money on Stop right there. Either. I'm sorry. I just got to pause it. See, somebody, Officer Liam, give me Proverbs 31 about how she f goes to the market far. And f you know what I'm talking about. Just find me that verse. An industrious woman who knows how to make a dollar stretch. That's what you brothers, you don't, you see, you brothers looking for this Naomi Campbell. I don't know if you even know who I'm talking about. All these Beyonce lookalikes and they hot ditty. They hot big spenders. You can't have champagne taste on a beer budget. You understand? You got to understand where you at. Officer Liam, you found that for me. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 14. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. So she gets her, she gets good food from far. She go, she don't care how far she got to go to get the right food to feed her family. That's the type of woman you brothers want. That's the type of women that was back in the day. With no Bible. Right, and that was with no Bible. Now they got Bibles. Some of them going to give you headaches. Watch. I spent money on what was necessary to have and make sure that everything was okay at home. Stop! That he didn't have to worry Stop. about. She made sure everything was okay at she Her job. She understood her role. She knew her role. She held down the house when he was at work. She wasn't, whose phone is this? She wasn't texting him, uh, this got to get done in the house, and I got it. She held it down. She played her role. I want you men, you young generation Y's and Z's in here, millennials, crazy, have crazy brothers, and marrying them crazy women who don't know how to cook, clean. She, she ain't this woman. That's why y'all get mad running here talking about I'm sick of McDonald's because she can't cook. You're coming home in the dirty, same dirty drawers is on the middle of the floor. And she's telling you, well, you put them there. Okay, I'll put, can you pick them up? No, you put them there. You pick them up. That's what she's telling you. Wow. Wow. That's why some, the brother ended up in jail. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> he paying for the house. He paying for the house. He in jail. Can't even enjoy his house. Because a young millennial got him locked up. Go, come on. On the strike, worrying about where we're going to go with it home. Because he knew I was going to be there. To take care of it. They had started having meetings. Wait, he knew. Wait, he had, con he had, con that's, yes, there's a, same Proverbs. Trust safely. It right, says his was, heart don't safely trust him. You know right. what I'm talking about. I got to show you, this is Bible. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 11. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her mm, mm, so mm. that he will. That's so that he shall have no need of spoil. He ain't worried about adultery. That's what he's talking about. His heart safely trusted, and that's what she said. 
My husband, no, I got this. I'm holding it down. He ain't worried about what's going on at home because I'm taking care of it. She ain't talking. You, you, you married brothers, watch what I'm about to say. I hate. I had to curse my wife. This is years ago, but I can't stand this thing. You know, I was at work, and this brother, this man was trying to talk to me. I don't give a damn about that. You better handle that. You know what I'm talking about. Here come the sister, old millennial wife he got. She come, she come from work. Oh, this guy was trying to talk to me. What? He was trying to talk to me. What? He going to run to work and get beat up. Right. <laughs> Brother, don't that go man. down to the job. Leave it alone. She's supposed to handle it. I'm going down there, Bishop. I'm going down there. <laughs> don't go down there and get beat up. Now, you, you, if, if you brothers ever, I don't think any of you brothers in here are going to hear that, hopefully. But I used to hear that kind of stuff from brothers in the world. Sister would say, so-and-so is trying to talk to me. He'd bring it to me. I said, you stupid. And he didn't understand why I said that. I said, because if she liked him, you'd never hear about it. If she wanted to, if she wanted to deal with him, she would not tell you anything. She's only telling you because she wants you to go and deal with it, just like you say, get locked up or beat up or something. But if she liked the dude, you'd never hear nothing about it until it was already done. Right, because when a woman leave the house, guess what? At least every day when a woman leave the house, at least four or five guys try to talk to her. Much less if she a real good-looking sister. You know, same, you same sisters up in here. When you leave the house sometime, all 22s don't try to talk to you by the time, by the time you give, get from point A to point B, you know. But our, our, like the scripture says, our heart got to safely trust in our wives, you know. Like a brother, bro, brothers, you shouldn't be once you your heart safely trust in your wife, you shouldn't be worrying about who trying to talk to her. That's them insecure brothers does that, you know. I, I don't really care because I know that I ain't got to worry about my about my wife being spoiled or so forth. But it's only you insecure brothers gonna worry about. Who trying to talk to your wife and so forth? Where you at? Who you talking to? Yeah, yeah, what you yeah. doing? None of you crazy brothers be doing that. Leave yep. them alone. Yeah, she just left the house. You calling up? Where you at, woman? <laughs> I'm by the train station. <laughs> I don't hear no trains. <laughs> That's inse you insecure brothers, man. You know, but you know, men gonna try to talk to your wife, but you sister just gotta handle that. Listen, I'm married. You know. Thank you. Oh, just oh, when we was moving Sunday, right? This dude saw my wife and trying to trying to holler at her. She like, oh, you need help with this? You know, I'm I'm upstairs, right? I hear the dude talking. He said, you need help with this? My wife said, no, my husband and he's gonna help me. He said, okay, okay, and he just backed off. You know what I mean? There you go. There you go. That's it, right <laughs> you know, that's there. That's it. Hey, women know how to get people off of them. They know what to say. Mm -hmm. When they when they come to the point where they don't know what to say, that's when you got a problem. There you go. Let's play on. He was 100% with the union and 100% scrap. When they walked off, he walked out. I remember my dad was telling my mom that they had to go off on strike because they had got tired. They was fed up. My mother was with my daddy. She was with him 100% to do whatever they needed to do because my mother's a fighter. Being a wife to him, I've always wanted to be a part of whatever he was a part of. Stop right there. And I went with him. She said, man. being a wife to him, I always wanted to be a part of what he was a part of. Remember I used to ask y'all the question, why do white women get into baseball and sports That's stats? That She got into whatever her white man got involved in to keep her man. Now you brothers in the scriptures. And she talking about, well, I don't want to be in the scriptures. Why do you, why's all this change, Tyrone? What's going on with you? 
She's supposed to want to be a part of whatever you are part of. That's what our mothers are showing us. Go ahead. Malcolm X made that point too. There was a there's a video that he did about the message to the women. He said basically the same thing. He said he don't want to talk about baby shoes or something. Remember that video? Right. I went to the meetings. I went to the rallies, and we formed little groups and coalitions. That's when women was created. Uh, w M E N, women on move for equality now, and these were. Women whose husbands were involved in this strike. I applaud my mother's strength and her fight. And it's a quiet strength, but she has it. And she uses it when she needs it. During the strike, I would wake up so many nights because you could hear the emergency vehicles rolling. All kind of stuff was going on down there. And he could have gotten hurt. He could have gotten killed. You know, anything was possible at all that was going on. They did what uh, I believe anybody would do in order to do a little more for your family. My mama knew her husband was a man. She was never gonna let no man put her down, nobody put my daddy down to make him feel like he was less than a man just cause he didn't have money. He proved that he was a man. That he wasn't a little boy you can just push around. That he was my man. And he did what he had to do. And I love him dearly. Y'all see, that made us everybody in here smile. You saw that? She said that he was my man. Although he didn't have no although he didn't have no money. Some of y'all going through woes right now. Cause she mad at you. That millennial woman you got mad because you broke. That sister said he was my man, although he didn't have no money. He was a man. I love that video. I love that video. Did you see a little smile on her face when she said that thing? Wow. All right, Israel. This concludes this week's episode of the podcast. I said it in the beginning, and I'm going to say it again. Make sure y'all find us on iTunes. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you rate us. If you're an Android user, just download iTunes on your computer. We're now on SoundCloud, so make sure you follow us, like our content, leave a comment. And also, we got a Facebook page now, so make sure y'all find us on Facebook, like the page, stay updated with the Israel United in Christ podcast. All right, shalom. Most in Christ bless. We out.